You're listening to Hayes Radio Network, Cannabis Lifestyle Radio. kind of good though can y'all dude yes dude yes that's right y'all know who it is baby y'all know who it is you know that voice right there you know what you're listening to it's the highest host adam hill right here back in hayes radio my first show of 2022 with the one and only i was thinking something clever to say but it's Kentron, dude. It's Kentstrumental. <laughs> the one tickling them ebony's and ivories. The live keys right here. You hear it, baby. We're back. We're going to do this. 2022, we're committed. We're going to bring the podcast back once a week. Live streaming it on Twitch as well. Shout out to everyone listening on Twitch. Shout out to everyone listening to this on the Hayes app. If you're listening to this on uh, fucking Spotify, on iTunes, wherever the hell you listen to podcasts, I appreciate y'all tuning in. We got a very special guest in the building, a very good dear friend of mine, the person who kind of put me, well, yeah, he was one of the main people that started me uh, with a real job in this cannabis space, Um, you know, learned a lot, traveled the world, smoked some amazing weed, won championships, set trends at cups with this guy and his boots. I'm talking about the award-winning Breeder People love to hate him People also hate that they love him He's the man that put a lot of your favorite genetics into seed form I can keep going This is all off the top, Swerve this is all, I'm talking about my boy Swerve, baby Cali Connection Swerve in the building We out here, baby OG podcast It feels like 2012, dude Right, bring it back, man Let's go back a decade Let's go It's good to see you Likewise, likewise Looking nice good Clean cut, clean shave Looking like nice right. and Not all graphic tee And fat, flat brim hat With with pins and fucking Out oh, here Back in the day, we're rocking the beautiful locks like yours, man. <laughs> nah, we cleaned it up. Went more on the, uh, the unfortunate business side of the fence. But you know what? It's good. It's good for it all. Yo. 818. Tahoe. Blackwater. SFE. Jedi. Motherfucker, the list goes on and on. Purple Cam. The Chem Doc. Chem Valley Kush. Chem 91. I mean... Just the, the 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 genetics you put out there for the masses to just be able to grow way back before people were all into the seed hype. I feel like all of a sudden everyone loves, everyone thinks seeds are like clout and they all want seeds and shit. And everyone doesn't know the differences between like F1s and Herms and, and, and quick gens and, and just like quick fucking pollen chucking in the backyard. And, and all of a sudden everyone got this hype. For selling seeds, and you've been getting shit for this for decades, bro. For yeah, for a good decade plus, yeah. yeah. Listen, let me tell you guys a little story. Years. Let me tell you guys a little story. This man right here, Swerve. When I started this podcast back in 2009, Swerve was one of like the first like culture grower breeder personas I had on the show. Like I had like regular people that came into the bud to the dispensary. Uh, I had random, but this was like an award winning world renowned breeder dude people were 
his, his genetic were sought after, right? And I had him on the show. A couple of my friends geeked out. And we just fucking, you know, we're both from the Valley. We just clicked. And then I ended up getting a gig with the Cali Connection. And I was that dude that, you know, I kind of helped in the garden. I was more like, I was, I was kind of more cleaning the fucking seeds and separating and sorting them. But what we did do where we changed the game. Change it. Where we changed the game, dude. Big time. Is, I I told this story before and I mentioned you, but. High Times Canada's Cup used to be boring as fuck. As fuck. Big swap meet. Yeah. Just a bunch of booths trying to sell you shit. Me with my background, me with my background in radio, I decided like, yo, like we got to do something exciting here. And we just brought a speaker and a microphone and the little board and we just podcasted from the booth in LA with the first High Times Cup. The first High Times Cup in Los Angeles. I think it was a uh, Center Art Studios. That yeah, the Center Art, the Center Studios. Center Studios. <laughs> we were out there. Yeah. And then it was the first day was boring. I went as a regular patron. Like I'm just gonna go. I bought a ticket. I was a civilian. And then you got a boot the next day. I'm like, let's set up. Brought a microphone. Brought a speaker. Annoyed the fuck out of everyone. Out of everybody. Interviewed everyone. Yep. And then you're like, you know what? Let's go. Let's take this to fucking Amsterdam. Let's do this on the road. Oh yeah. my god, dude. Let's go places with this. And we we're international heavy at the time. Mr. Yes. Almost made it into Canada. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you know, so I got to travel the world. I will I got to travel the world with Cali Connection. I got to go to Amsterdam. I got to experience some uh cups. Thank you. I got to travel to uh uh we traveled all across the United States, went to every single cup. Yeah, and what Washington. we what we ended up doing was creating creating entertainment at these events. Yes, you were there. Yeah. You had your seeds. People were buying seeds. There was a lot of controversy about seeds. We'll get into all those stories in a little bit. But it was we created a moment, an experience. An experience. We created an experience. Yeah, it was an experience. That was the whole thing about it. It was it. It wasn't just like a sideshow that people would just be like, "Oh, look at that." It was more an immersive experience because you actually involved the people, the patrons. You know, when you were there doing the podcast, it made a difference because you're hosting as well as talking and bringing in people from outside and. You're specifying one individual, and that all of a sudden attracts other people as well. Because I used to call people out. Yeah, you I used to oh, talk big shit. Time, big time. <laughs> oh yeah, big time. But that was the that was what made it different than everything else. Because you could go to every booth and basically smoke a dab or take a hit. Yeah, down I mean, a, even before the bong, dab. Yeah, yeah. You know? Like, it was a community dirty bongs, a community rigs. Yeah. Look at this shit here. Buy my stuff. Buy my stuff. Yeah. Buy. But it's like I walked around and then what? Like I'm fucking bored. So we yeah. provided you entertainment. Were, you you understood. Like I came from this background. I was like bro, we need to do something. You understood the concept. You even brought in DJs yeah. to start DJing because high times used to have it where the events were at the end of the night after you've done twelve hours in the standing on your feet trying to sell shit, talking smoking to people, weed. smoking weed. They're like, all right, eight p.m. is a concert. You're like, motherfucker, I'm hungry. I'm tired. I'm trying to go home. I ain't trying to fucking stay for the concert. We decided to do the entertainment throughout the day, yep. which started evolved in. To what became Vader Village, where yep. we had our own fucking concert at the Cup. Yep, with the, the shows within. That was that was, I think that was the first time we covered that was what up in San Francisco when we actually had 
the entire, like basically an entire, I think it was what, four, eight, like probably 15, essentially 15 boots, but an entire corner pocket. Yeah. Where we yeah, had our own village. And yeah, with DJ Vic One, our we boy had- DJ Vic One was there dropping it and we attracted, yeah, that was the goal was to get everybody there and throw out you know, joints, yes. throw out seed packs, throw out t-shirts, hats, just, hoodies. Just making sure everyone had a good time. Everybody if, had a good time. If you went to any cannabis cup between the years of 2000 and a little bit 12-ish to like 18, 17, 18, uh, before it went legal, we, uh, this is what started a lot of what you see now with the hype and what you see now with the motherfucking celebrities and people coming out and promoting and endorsing. Because I remember um, seeing Cali Connection in High Times magazines when I was, you know, just started smoking weed. You were out here around the world in Europe. People wanted your genetics. You've yep. won multiple cannabis cups with Real your ones. genetics. There's a lot of other growers that have sourced your your seeds and have grown them and have entered gen- and won, won awards. awards. So you are like a pioneer. You are like one of these like founding breeder fathers of all these new, the new breeders that are out here that are trying yeah. to like cross crosses that already hermed out and crossed and they don't have no like stability, but it's all hype. We're, yeah, I would say we were at the forefront of the modern day high, uh, genetics, the modern day seed brands, the modern day seed companies. Yeah, yeah. And the 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 best way to put it is we're the we're one of the original American American brands. because originally and for the longest of time it was Dutch brands, Dutch brands, Dutch brands. There wasn't American seed companies. You know, Subcool was one of the first people that did the American, like an Amer- like a real American seed company, yeah. like a legal one. Not, I, and, and everybody gets kind of mad at me about this because, trust me, I understand that. And and yes, DJ of all people, and Mel of all people, yes, and believe me. But a vast majority of the sales originally were in and out of Europe. Europe. I'm talking from America, sold and started in America, and sold to Americans before jumping the pond and going to To Europe. Yes. You know, that's how some of us started when we started here. And then we went there, got big in Europe, and then came back to America. Like, we Because Europe, the laws were a little bit more. Yeah, the European laws were a little more lenient on seeds back then than they were here in the States. Um, now it's just now going it's crazy different. in the states. They don't. I mean, I don't know what the hell's going on. I see fucking stores everywhere. I see stores in downtown now that are just open for business, trapping fucking product, dude. There's just so much. Just like, that, just like a storefront. It's yeah. just like, hey, we got shoes for sale. We got jerseys for sale. We got pounds. In we the got back. pounds and we got slabs. What's welcome to my storefront? Like what? It's a modern day hype, LA, man. That's uh-huh. how it goes. You know, not to confuse with the actual store, but that's how it is. It's the hype. You know, it's it's the the culture. You know, like that's the reality of it. Even, you know, New York had the bodegas for the longest of time, right? Yeah. Everybody knew that you could go into the bodegas shop and boom, there you go. Yeah. You're good. Nowadays, hey, you got the legal shop, you got the bodega. Yeah. You know, what's the difference? You're supporting tax. the local, you're supporting the government. <laughs> I'll tell you, you what, the, I'll tell what, you what the difference is. 30% 30 tax. plus percent on top. <laughs> yeah. You know, but... Yeah, and the crazy part is, is the bodega dude, the back trap house guy, got the better quality. 
usually that's what's fucked up. But it's fresher. At the same time, that's what's awesome. It's fresher. Yeah, <laughs> they move through it faster. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. So, Cali Connection been around for over a decade now. Fourteen years. Fourteen years. Yeah. You were doing seeds back when seeds like wh- what got you into wanting to start. Harvesting seeds over flour Like what was it Was it Oh it goes back to Just being an Italian And vendetta I always have to say it, The truth And that's the truth It goes down to vendetta <laughs> Yeah Like yeah It sucks But the reality is Is uh, you know uh, Ray's dog Was just a douchebag Man and that's the truth Sorry Greg But that's the reality About you You're a piece of shit Oh my um, god And the, the truth is Is yeah Because he accessed some of my genetics and then right away went running a gypsy and fucking talked all this shit to Gypsy Nirvana about me and Dutch Grown about how I'm this, that, and the other thing. Meanwhile, he literally took our genetics and started to, you know, oh my God, this SFVOG is some of the best, you know, and all oh, that Bubba is so good. And it's like, wait a second, I'm a piece of shit, but you're growing the strains that you got in the middle of a trade when we got all of the chem family and the original sour diesel back in the early thousands. You know, this was on the boards. This was an icy mag, you know, mm-hmm. back in the day type of shit. And yeah, we just, it just, yeah, it just didn't work. And he kept, he kept getting me banned from icy mag. And ever since then, it's just, uh, we just, I just don't like it. And then he ended up rolling on my friend, you know, Greg, uh, you know, Chemdog himself, the, you know, the homie. Like he literally ratted out his own friend on top of telling his own friend that he was going to buy him a Rolex for selling his own stuff and then oh. turned out never buying him a Rolex and then got his ass arrested. Oh, my How God, How fucked dude. up is that? Tell me that's not a piece of shit. I mean, I'm sorry. That's- I'm not trying to be a douchebag, but seriously, that's fucking wrong. <laughs> we had some, some exclusive stories here, dude. You know, so... The inside. And that, you know, but... But that, that is kind of what it was. The moment that he got that SFV and the moment that he got the Bubba in that trade and he started talking how all that hella shit, that was when I realized I have to do this. And I went to two people. One of them turned out to be a friend of his. I didn't know that. And the other one was Captain Crypt. Captain Crypt took me up on it. And uh, we did, I first joined Kryptonite Seeds. Captain Crypt! Yeah. Yep, and then, uh, <laughs> yeah, Captain screwed me for a couple grand and a few hundred seed packs. Oh, shit. But it was all good. It made, it, it, you know, it made waves in, in Holland at the time that he did. He passed out seeds, and, you know, the, the rest is history because, you know, I, I'm fortunate enough to say that not only can I say Franco, you know, rip, you know, RIP, but, you know, Franco, you know, grew some of our stuff as well as actually smoked some stuff with me, so... You know, like it's certain stuff like that where you can kind of look past See, if you feel like it was worth it. What I learned, like when I was working with you, this is what I learned. Like when I was started smoking weed, it was just like wherever I could get it from. I didn't know there was like this whole community. Yeah. It was just like, yo, I could get it from my cousin, I could get it from my homie, I could get it here. But once I started working for the Cali Connection, I understood there was a whole, whole like world of community. Like I, it, and it was just emerging too, because Dab started coming up too in like 2011. So like the community started coming, and I noticed that there was. Like, there were roots in this yeah. shit as far as where you were, if you were a grower, if you were an activist, if you were a landowner, if you were a breeder, if you were a delivery person, like, and everyone is connected. And the community, regardless of how big it gets, it's just so small it's tiny. between, like, of, of who is who in it and what matters. So 
working with you, I got to network a lot and I understood the motherfucking community and yeah. I saw what was out there. And, yeah. and having this platform, the podcast, I was able to bring them on to tell them their story and express who they yeah. are and educate motherfuckers because no one was doing like cannabis platform cannabis interviews it was all taboo dude it was just like if you could get in a magazine or that was it but the internet's here dude yeah if you could get into high times and it's like yeah at the point high times was cool it don't get me wrong better than it is today but you know yeah that's that's kind of the what it was you know so <laughs> the fact that you were able to yeah i guess bring people's actual personal stories to light and to life as well as sit and smoke some of their wear. Like, yeah, no, it's, again, you say that I was revolutionary in certain aspects of things, but yeah, man, the reality is, is collaboratively and together as well as you being, you know, what you are, we're four, we're four thinkers. We, we look ahead. We don't just see, you know, in front of us. We, we look out into the distance that some people think that, what are you staring at? I'm staring at the future. I'm trying to figure out where I'm going from here. I know it seems like I'm lost in space, but reality is, is that space is getting tweaked little by little on where I'm headed, you know? And that's the truth, you know? We're just in a simulation anyway. We're all in the meta, dude. Right. It don't even matter anymore. It's all going to end up. Where like are these. we anyway? Is this real life? What time is it? <laughs> where are we? What, uh, what dimension is this, dude? I love it. No, but it's just, yeah, it's, it's crazy to see that and being... In the forefront, like pioneering a lot of things in this community, which isn't a community anymore. I don't even think it's an industry. It's a fucking circus with all the clowns that are in here. But uh, like, would you ever think what it is? Because you're about to open up a storefront. Yeah, you're about to you're, you're about to have a storefront on Ventura Boulevard, yep. one of the Man, main boulevards sure. in the San Fernando Valley. Yep. Did you ever think like this? Was possible Like Fuck you no. You were ever like Yo I'm gonna have a fucking shop I'm gonna be selling my fucking merch Selling my products Just right here No Cause I mean Even You remember the old office They had the storefront below us And we didn't take it up Because We didn't think it was possible And the reality is Is yeah I give him all the hell All the credit in the world man Masonic that, that, He's got the balls to do it And jump in And you know I give him credit for doing that And after kind of seeing that I was like Okay well if that works there, I mean, why, why a brand like mine should have no problem having yeah. a, having a you know a, a storefront, a storefront, and ideally a flagship, which is this one. And you know, we're already looking at another store over in Venice. You know, I'm trying to look at kind of a boardwalk area, something that okay. kind of brings the vibe of the Cali connection to the area, and then potentially Sacramento, San Diego are two potentials, and then from there. You know, we're looking at a, spa, a spot in Oklahoma City right now. Our goal is to kind of branch this out across the country and have, you know, five or six stores and maybe upwards of 10 stores. And He's trying to get everyone connected. Yeah, that's the goal is getting everybody connected. That You know, that's always been the goal is, you know, is well, I mean, connected. L.A. right now, I feel like it's possible to have a store. I mean... There's a lot, like, I don't even think a lot of people care what's going on. It's like Gotham City out there. Have you seen outside? Oh, dude. <laughs> Do you have the Citizen app? 
Oh, yo. Dude. Yeah, dude. The Citizen app makes me realize that I'm like, yo, this is, there's a person that just robbed someone at the ATM three blocks away from me. Someone just pulled out a machete at the market I'm at. There's a motherfucking person uh, exposing themselves <laughs> down the street. There's a fucking, a fucking 16 person rumble in the parking lot at the fucking. Those are the best. Cause oh you're like, wait, 18 guys fighting in a parking lot. And then the only thing you want is like, well, where's video of this? There's gotta be, right? somebody's gotta be standing there filming a whole entire brawl of 15 people. I'm like, dude, what, people. what is going on? And I'm in the suburbs, dude. I don't live in like, yeah, we live in that, I don't live in the city. I live in the suburbs, dude, and it's happening. I can't imagine what the city life is like at that app. It's, but. It's, it looks pretty wild and crazy, but no, nah, man, you know, just trying to progress and stay with the future and stay with the times, you know, and, uh. Uh, the one thing over the years that everybody has been asking us and constantly just kind of hounding us is our merchandise. Nobody ever has access to our merchandise. So with the store, we're providing finally an actual access to our, our actual clothing, our hats, our hoodies, our uh, crew neck sweaters, you know, basically all of that stuff. And we've got some new hot designs coming out by T-Dog. That's in my opinion, I think some of our best designs, probably closest to some of the designs that we did with Seedless and DH, um, you know. And well, and since you're on Ventura Boulevard, and there's a lot of uh, secondhand stores in your area that are very popular, yeah, that like to get used items and resell them. How yeah. do you feel about having like? old memorabilia like shirts from like brands that aren't in existence anymore but they're still brand new t-shirts of like extract companies or flowers and having like a vintage rack where people could come and buy old things and pretend like they were smoking like forever they were there. like when people wear a, a uh, fucking concert from the 74 Rolling yep. Stones and they're like yeah and they're like 12 years old you're like, like bro well, you it's a even... brand new shirt <laughs> like, it still has the creases from the bag get at it it's on an all style shirt that shit was all style wasn't even around back you, then you know? I have some first generation Cali Connection shirts too dude yeah, yeah. I got some uh, first generation a lot of brand shirts that are still brand new dude I haven't even worn we could Get them. No, we got to create a market for that. There's no market for the vintage weed shirts, dude. Which is a trip because people don't realize, like, this is a heavy culture. Like, there are so many brands and so many cult brands and so many sub brands and so many just ideas that people wanted to do and did one-offs and will never, ever, ever see again. And then you have some of the homies whom got raided, some of the homies whom unfortunately passed away, some of the homies who just decided to get out of the industry and their stuff is still hot, their stuff is still cool. So it's just kind of paying homage to the past. I definitely think stuff like that's an idea and, and, yeah. and, and works out well, you know. Hell. Yeah, I definitely could see something like, you know, a good rack or something like that, a, a shelving space, definitely, um, you know. And yeah, like I said, it's this one, you know, we've been posting pictures on our um, our Instagram for it, the Cali Connection Inc. And it's like uh, one of those things where we're trying to keep it really clean, really classy, really like old school. You know, if you look at obviously our, our main logo, it's very mafia-esque. Obviously, Godfather font, you know, we got the smoke rising. It's, you know, Marilyn Monroe. It's, it's very old school. You know, I'm Italian. We kind of, you know, lean that aspect and lean that way. You know, so this one, we're keeping it very speakeasy-esque, very old school, very just clean and classy, you know, and that's kind of how we want it to be, not just like a 
a seed shop where you're walking in, but we want it to be an experience where you walk in and you buy, you, you're not buy, but you see, you know, and exactly that, a progression of the industry, a progression of the history of the Cali Connection from some of the beginning designs on down to some of the newest designs that we have working. You know, it's, it's so it'll be, you know, kind of cool, I think, like that, you know, in that aspect of things. And then, you know, it's a... Uh, it's yeah, it's somewhere, man, to, to, to where you're gonna, you know, you could be in, and you know, somewhere that, you know, we have like a, a spot you know, a to spot. pull yeah. up. Yeah, we do got a, a little spot, drop, you know? yeah. have a little get together, do you know, a little shindig, dude. Grand opening, we're gonna try and do it quite big. We're gonna, you know, invite um, our dream donut truck, uh, you know, homies over. We're gonna do some TCC donuts again. You know, we're trying to get our old school homies back, you know, try and try and. You know, throw it big. Bring some celebs in. Bring some people in. Try and get some other breeders here. We're gonna introduce other seed packs, other seed brands. You know, it's gonna be, it's gonna be an, it's gonna be an event. You know, is when we when we open sometime in the next, you know, where are we? February. So probably by the next three weeks or so. Hell yeah. Um, well, also because I've noticed your Instagram, um, you're doing a giveaway. Yes. For seeds. Basically, we decided to give away the kitchen sink. So literally we've, so our last giveaway, we gave away one seed pack of every single um, seed strain that we have, regular and femme, <laughs> as well as auto flower, as well as our gold line. <laughs> Are you serious? I am dead serious, man. It was like, if you go retail, retail, it's, <laughs> you know, he probably close to like eight, $9,000. That's a $8, lot of seeds, dude. You know, um, and then, yeah, man, we can, you know, but we put it in a, uh, revel of uh, man, you know my L's and R's was what revelry bag. I gotta say it's slow, so I, I revelry. Pronounce, yeah, revelry bag. Um, and this next one, we actually are gonna be doubling it up and then some seed wise. So it's gonna be pretty much about a twelve to fifteen thousand dollars worth of seed stock, on down to some bags, some shirts, uh, hats, stickers, obviously. Um, but, but it all comes in a revelry messenger bag. Damn. Okay, so it's even. Where can people find this? Where can people enter? The only way that you can enter is you actually have to just follow our uh, Instagram for the store. So it's the Cali Connection Inc. The Cali Connection Inc. is our Instagram page, and that's the only way. And basically, what we do is we go through. <laughs> if the people already won, we're taking them out of the drawing. And then we're going to do it. And then I was also kind of complained about because the person at one was actually in Cali and we didn't even realize. And it's not something that we're doing on purpose. It's not anything that we mean to do, you know, so we're going to basically like really show and really do our damnedest and have the video that does the drawing for the people. So everybody sees that it's as honest as it can get. And yeah, man, we're, we, we, no matter to, what happens, people are always going to complain, dog. That, but, but listen, you know listen. This is just the second one because we got at least two more planned that are Damn. even bigger. Oh, yeah. No, we're going all out. Are man. you guys hiring? People are asking in chat. Ironically enough, yeah, we are hiring. Um, if you are looking for a potential <laughs> job, you have to be an LA local preferred, but you know, it is possible. I'm looking for um, a job. You know, we got jobs. Yeah, man. Sales at the CaliConnection.com. We know we, uh, we are definitely uh, looking at um, hiring probably about 10 people right now, even for in-house at the Cali Connection as well. I need to work at the storefront. Um, the storefront, let's do it, man. We'll get I want to be there. I want to be a salesperson. You know? See, and that's a crazy Hi, welcome thing. to Cali Connection. My name is Adam. How can I help you? What are we looking for today? 
love What are you, a size large? Let me dress you, dog. I got a fucking, I got the perfect fit for you. Look, check out these sweats with this sweatshirt, bro. Bam, with those shoes right now. Killer, dog. Let's go. 150. Thank you. Bye. I got to go Not that much money. We keep our You know, that's the thing about us. We keep our prices pretty relative. You know, we're not out here to gouge on anybody for clothing. What do you mean? Nah, we want good prices for the clothing competitive. We are good. That's why our seed prices are competitive. You know, so that's that's the one of the things, and you know, and, and it's just kind of parlays into what what else we're doing. You know, we have the storefront that we're opening, and hopefully a second storefront. The farm is going through licensing right now. We're hopefully about a month out. Um, you know, God willing, and everything goes correctly, we'll we'll actually be finally fully rec- recreationally licensed in the state of California. What? Yeah, but not just our seeds, but like actual weed too. So we can actually have our marijuana finally and our extracts finally in. In a jar, in a store? Are you excited for that? Do you want that? Do I want that? Yes, I want that. But the reason why I want that is because we work so hard to get everything going for it. And right when it happened is when we got raided for the second time. Oh, shit. So... That's the only reason, because people are like, oh, you don't, why would you want to do that? Why, what are you thinking? It's kind of crazy. It's dumb. There's no market. There's no this. There's no that. The, the sales are horrible. And it ultimately comes down to just marketplace value, because we were in it for so long. And then when we got knocked out was because of the second big raid. You know, that raid was like 9,000 plants. See, y'all, 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 we see, we come from a time where, where, you know, we worried about getting raided all the time, yep. on a daily. Even if you were a bud tender at a dispensary, that shit, that shit just happened. I had to take classes on what to do if you did get raided. Well, you were also a bud tender at the time when they would literally just pull up, pull a van, back it up, throw a freaking, like, a anchor. Literally, like, the, the, the shit that you see, like, yeah. gap, gra- grappling hooks. Throw it in the freaking the, the sliding the door and rip, rip the whole cage the right off. Rip the door, not even open, like rip it right off. Smoke bomb, and then here comes SWAT. But it, it wasn't SWAT to arrest you. It was SWAT to smash everything and steal it all. There's there was just fucking government robbing, smashing grabs. That's all they were doing. They weren't arresting anybody. They were just smashing everything and running. Yeah, and then if there was a dog, they would shoot it. Yeah, the dogs and for the pets, unfortunately, yeah. took the blunt of that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it, it was a it was a crazy time when I was butt tending. I mean, it's it's so like that that's what that's what's crazy. Swerve is like when I dove fully, submerged myself fully into the cannabis space. When I fully said, "All right, like this is it. I'm here." Helped with the grow, helped with packaging, helped with fucking events. I did a whole with podcasting. I was doing all this shit. It was a uh, it was a way different time because we were worried about the government. It wasn't legal. It was still questionable. You still had like fucking take classes, talk to lawyers, deal with all the obstacles that you get. I mean, there was if they smelt weed, they arrest you. You couldn't even find weed on a T-shirt at the mall. No, like there was nothing like no that around. There was anyway. nothing that had weed references. Everyone, and now to see it happen, like. No marijuana shampoo. Like you, you've like you've dealt with a lot with the with the raids with uh, you know people. 
promising shit and not delivering yeah. because of the delicate situations that we're can. in. And, and all that. And then it come even like within the community, there was a time where like I remember it's still on the interwebs where there was controversy over the Girl Scout cookies. Oh yeah, and drama over strains. And like the drama over just like who's is who's and what is what's and it's like Everyone goes from like we're homies, let's we're a community, like we're in the same fight, let's go legalize, da da da. We're here, and now it's like fuck you, this is mine, like I did it first, I don't care, da da da. da. It's like Money. yo, what? Money changes things. What man. just happened? And now look at the same people, legitimately the same people, whom if you could go into Google and Google in them and cookies, and I give I give one of them all the credit in the world. <laughs> And I, you know, and it's, you know, people love the guy, hate the guy. I give Burner all the credit in the world. They've worked the fuck out of it. So respect to him for all, like everything. And then some, you know, but yeah, there's even the video where Burner's talking shit about me. You know, we're, we're cool from the last time I checked. You know, we, we squash everything. Everything has been, you know, cool and all the up and up and whatnot. You know, and, and yeah, but yeah, like over cookies, over a strain. And now you look at these guys, you know, homeboys, you know, going to sell for a billion, a billion dollars. B, a billion dollars. Yeah. I mean, that's literally a hundred times. Cookies companies about to sell for a billion? Well, if he does sell, he'll sell for a billion dollars. Oh. <laughs> Burner will be the for one of the first billionaires in fucking weed. He's a mogul in that aspect of things. <laughs> Yeah, I hate to say it that way, but th that's the truth of it. And, you know, you look at the kind of controversy that took place. It was like everybody was so mad that I put cookies to seed that it's like I was doing them a disservice. But the reality is, is I just made shit more popular for everybody. That's all. We I mean, that's like the same popular. shit that happened like when you did the clones, where you started taking clones to all the dispensaries. Yeah. And people were getting mad. People have access. People like more and more, right? If you get more and more A1A brands out there, sweatshirts like this, and more and more people are wearing it, more and more people are going to like it because more and more people are seeing it. Hell yeah. And that's just the way that it works in that aspect of things. Hell know? yeah. Everybody that's involved with it, the, the from the manufacturer of the hoodie down to the printing of it, down to the actual A1A brand, it's the reality. Everybody wins. It's Yo, real quick, though. I know we're doing a podcast, but I got to say what's up. We're live streaming this as well on Twitch. Shout out to the chat. But a big shout out to Stone Ninja coming through with the big raid. Coming and hanging out. I'm, I'm taking a break. I know I'm live streaming. I know I'm podcasting right now. I got Swerve, the amazing award-winning breeder in the building. Stone Ninja, thank you so much for pulling up with your big crew, dude. We talking, we talking some genetics, some controversy. We talking a little bit. Do you know Ninja? You know Stone Ninja? Yeah. I, I think so. Do, but, yeah, Dojo. But yeah. I, whatever. He he grows. He has seeds. He does yeah, some Dojo seeds, right? He's out is here. Is that who it is? Or? What? Dojo. Like. Yeah, like Dojo. Like yeah. He's got the, yeah, yeah. The uh, red, I want to say. Yeah. I want to be. I don't. Yeah. Wanna, I don't want to be faux pas. Yeah, say it the wrong way. Those Come yeah. off controversial stuff. Yeah, yeah, but no, yeah. I, I think I know, I, I know the, uh, the the picture. Yeah, yeah. I know exactly where they are. Oh uh, yeah. But yeah, so because I was there at the cannabis cup in two thousand, little teens, and where we debuted the GSC in seed form, and high guy came, Kenny Powers, and was like, "This isn't Girl Scout cookies." And then started saying he's the only one at the cup that had cookies, while other people had cookies as well, because, I mean, it was out and it was available. But 
They were just like so everyone was like, this is mine, this is mine, instead of like, here, we let's fucking share and controversy breeds, you know, interest. You know, and that's the reality of it. Controversy always breeds interest. So if there's some type of controversy and people have some type of issue, others are nosy and want to be involved. And if you can make it more of a public airing, then there's more people that are involved in and within, you know, and that's the whole thing. And you know what? At the end of the day, it was a phenomenal marketing move. I give him all the credit in the world. You know, Powers Up is his new thing. And, you know, he's, you know, the Gary Payton and he's got his whole line coming out. You know, I don't I don't have any ill will against any of these people. You know, everybody has to do what you have to do in order to come up and in order to get, you know, the limelight, in order to get attraction. And you know what? We all did it. We all do it. And, you know, the reality is, is, hey, man, I give th those guys all the credit in the world. You know, Sea Junkie, you know, Compound. I, hey, man, make that money. Get change, change your life. And if this changed your life and brought you better, then fucking it's a win-win situation. You know, that's the reality of it is for me because just like we were talking, what was it like back in the day? Running from the cops, hiding and looking <laughs> over your shoulders. So now if we could put some dollars in the bank after we've been running from the cops and looking over our shoulders, make it and win and get it, you know? And that's the only reason why I am chasing the licensing. And, you know, and that's the only reason why we want to have it out there and that's one of the reasons why you know you know i mean yeah I, you know she's controversial too but yeah that's why jenny's been helping us that's why kind consulting's been with us you know i know you know it's it, even with me and it's it's you know she's been solid in that aspect of things and helping and bringing the future for us to the reality of, of to the rea in, into the reality and into realness and into the future hopefully with a real license you know, so that's why it's like, you know, the reality for me, once again, is just that. Keep pushing forward. If we all keep working together or at least working for the greater good and for the same goal, even if we're all separate, it's still going to mean that we're all pushing everything forward. So once this shit does go federally legal and all of a sudden Pfizer and freaking uh, Procter and Gamble and then all of a sudden you're going to have all these other random companies coming in. I mean, can you imagine like, I mean, really, was it gold bond? Can you imagine weed by gold bond or some shit like that? I know Monsanto's already in up with Hawthorne Group and shit. Oh, yeah, they've been in for, for three, so four it's, years. It's, good, it's inevitable that it's going to happen. But like I've always said with cannabis, it's just going to be like alcohol or even tobacco where you're going to, you know, you could go into your BevMo's and get your whatever's. You, you get a $2 box of wine or you can get like a $2,000 bottle of wine. That's going to be the same for people that are the connoisseurs with the flower that understand the terpene profiles and know what they like. Because I don't know the difference between like different gins or whiskeys or vodkas because I don't drink that much to tell the difference, but I could smoke a shit. So it's going to be the same. So you're going to have your craft cannabis, the, you know, yep. small boutique grows, the smaller rooms, and then you'll have your huge production warehouses that are just going to be growing mass amounts yep. to provide, like, the McDonald's of cannabis. So th there'll be a shitload of uh, different varieties in the future. No, and I completely and utterly wholeheartedly agree with that statement because that is exactly where it's already kind of headed. If you look at even companies' packaging, 
certain companies have this amazingly crazy flashy packaging and okay marijuana inside so it's like okay well we know where your thought was branding and packaging and selling to the eye not selling to the lungs or to the ballot you know so that's the, you know and then you have the back to where we go is the homie on the side of the street you know the homie that's trapping in the back end who's got that fire ass og who's got that killer bomb you know uh, bubba or some killer bomb chem and you know that's the reality it's i got know, that og you know, i got that fire i know i smelled it when you when you rolled up your blind like, that shit smells killer where is it dude you know so that's like that's 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 really the reality of it all is you know is yeah there's gonna be the bomb that's how you know it's bomb too because i handed him a ziploc bag it comes in a ziploc bag we don't need no packaging no branding no pictures all we need is let me get a bag to put it in dude let me get a bag to put it in dude oh yeah see it's good og reminds me 2012 dude sweet gas (laughs) <laughs> you can't go wrong. I'm sorry, man. I don't care what anybody wants to tell me. You put OG up against everything. OG's gonna make OG. green weed great again. I mean, OGs are coming back, dude. OGs are coming back, dude. No, I'm seeing that. I'm, I'm working I'm on it. it. I'm liking. I'm liking the progress of. Whoa. Of it. Yeah. Oh yeah, man. That I'm working. We're not gonna. What's your your you your what's your favorite way to smoke? You're just a dabbing all the time though, right now, right? You're yeah. just a straight dabber. I mean, I smoke flour every now and again. Like. Like what? What? What's every now and again? Like, when was the last time you actually be- smoked weed? Um. Not that no, was it this morning? No. Yeah. Was it this morning or no? Actually, it wasn't this morning. It's was last night. So yeah. So. Oh, I'll, well, I'll a joint you. or a, a no, bong load. A bong load, yeah. Um. Because I remember when I first met you over a decade ago, you were big into bong loads, dude. Yeah, the big bongs. Big bongs. Big yeah, bongs. See? So. Ooh. Yeah. So the homies. Big bongs. Ooh, that's gonna be my new thing. Big bongs. The homies. Fuck a bing bong. We doing a big bong. Sent me some of their award-winning um, purple chem, the Beast Coast Purple Chem, man. See, the shit is just oh Ziploc bag. I was about to say back to the Ziploc bags, but yeah, man, you look at the look at the quality of these flowers. Wow. Uh, yeah, trust me, I've I been, smell it from here. Yeah, I've been smoking. I've been smoking this uh, purple chem, and let me tell you, man, it's exactly the way it's supposed to. It's got the chem. It's got the bubba. It's it's actually really stony, opposed to kind of your typical bubba. It's got a very Bubba-esque look and a very frankincense chemical smell, like to the room. So it's it's fucking phenomenal, man. It's the Rhode, uh, it's RI's finest cut um, from Rhode Island. So purple, what's your favorite? I know purple chem is not your favorite weed right now. I mean, it's the only weed I'm smoking right now. But yeah, so um, yeah, man, I'm OG, dude. I go OG. I always go Larry. I'll go Tahoe, Louis the Thirteenth. You know, any any of those things. Skywalker. You know, Skywalker. Yeah. Tahoe sister, definitely. But, b- butter? Uh-huh. Butter OG? Dude, remember Butter OG? That <laughs> shit was good. Dude, dude, dude. Whatever happened to that I think guy? there were, wasn't there like 12, wasn't there like 12 main OGs and then like now there's, then there was like a million OGs because everything was turned into OG? Well, yeah, that's because there was the market, you know, the market here in LA. Yeah, there was, was there was everywhere. the Larry, the Tahoe, the A1A SFV. Yeah. There was the Louis. There was a Skywalker. There was the abusive. Abusive. There was the butter. Yep, the butter is the better than yours. The BTY. Yep. And uh, we said Tahoe, right? Yep, yep. That was it. That was like the OGs. That was all the. That was all the OGs. The real like. True. The real there was OGs. a true OG. Yeah. 
And then like, all of a sudden, every OG was out there. I remember Lindsay Lohan OG, Charlie yeah. Sheen OG. Cause see, back when I was like first really started getting heavy into smoking OG back in 97, 98, we were getting it from our homie, um, uh, damn it, the name just fucking lost me right there. Uh, she worked over at uh, Little Pleasures. Anyways, uh, OG K1, that's what we called it. The OG knock you out one time. You know, most people would take a fucking bong hold and then they wake up on the floor like, what the fuck happened? You fucking, what, what the fuck did you give me? Is that shit laced? It's like, no, nah, man, that's bomb ass OG. <laughs> smoking that shit, you're sticking it to the wall. Like, that was just good OG, man. Like, people don't realize, you know, we're, we're people fortunate People are scared to smoke OG. People were scared to smoke OG. They need to a little not as strong. That's why they got all the dessert flavors, dude. Yeah. Everyone wants the desserts, the purples, the look pretties, yeah. the take pictures. Let me flex this one because it looks good. People that shit don't get that. you high, dude. People forget that. People don't remember the whole, oh, this stuff's too strong. Like, you're macking with your chick and you're thinking you're going to get some. You smoke her fucking but she smoke put, it you together you a you joint. You both pass out. All of a sudden, she, what, you, you're like, what the hell happened? She goes inside, lays down, and fucking an hour and a half later, she's still asleep, bro. It's done. She out. <laughs> it's over. Diablo OG. Yeah, the Diablo from RDC. Oh, my God, dude. Good old Dave. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's OGs. People can't smoke, dude. It's too strong. I remember that shit. And then just everyone likes dabs, and everyone just wants the fucking fruity flavored dabs or the weird garlic flavored dabs, dude. Uh, you know the garlic flavor doesn't bother me any. You know. <laughs> no, I know you like but, it. I don't like it. But I mean, I'm Italian, so that shit's like normal to us. We don't. That shit smells like stuff. sweaty feet, dude. Smells like I mean, B.O. Some OG smell like that. A chem smells like that. OG does not. OG a smells like chem. No, not sweet OG, gasoline. Chem. Yeah, no, chem. Yeah, that's why I like. Chem? Yeah, chem. No, chem. I remember like the cheeses smell oh, like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's like the that. Ingrid. Yeah, oh, yeah. Well, the Ingrid wasn't bad, but yeah. Ingrid man. was like cheesy. Yeah. The that, cheese cheese. The cheese cheese. That shit was. The cheese. Like right now. The UK cheese. Awesome. What is this? Casper. Yeah. It's a OG. It's, 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 it, he had it. I'll give, I'll give Fletcher some credit on that one. It's not OG. That's a lot. So, I'll give him credit on that. That's good. That's my only camera up hey, there. Hey, man, again, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not down to hate, I, I, you know, these guys all still have issues with me for whatever reason, even though I legitimately have helped all of them. But, you know, it is what it is, you know, like, at the end of the day, I, I'm, I'm willing to say shit's bomb. This cash for OG, it's good. You know, the homie does his job. <laughs> Uh, you know, the homie did killer job with that rosin, you know, Bloomfield. So, you know, I can't, can't complain. My favorite rosin, blunt rosin. I know, you and your blunt rosin, dude. It's, it's the best, dude. This shit throws me off, man. I, did you try it? Yeah, we've tried it like, what, how many years ago? You now? loved it. When we Remember when we had the press, we tried it. Remember we also tried to do the, uh, the fresh, the fresh press, like little, like, Cut the plant and then press it and see what happened. Nothing happened except for water. Oh yeah, 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 Literally yeah. Refresh it. Didn't even like let it cure. Yeah, nothing, yeah, yeah. Just straight cut and yeah, smush. Yeah, nothing happened. We've done a lot. I mean, we've done a lot of uh, dumb shit, fun things shit. in the beginning, dude. I had a lot of great memories working at the warehouse, helping with yeah. the grows, learning a lot, dealing with a lot of obstacles. I, I fucking. Got to put my feet in the water. I was like, yeah, I'm not a grower. But I respect every single grower. I say it all yeah. the time, dude. If you're one plant or 10 plants or 100 plants or outdoor, indoor, attic, basement, warehouse, fucking closet, 
I appreciate you because without you, none of us will be smoking. Yeah. None of us will be living out here because I ain't growing that shit. I'm just smoking it. So please, let me try your strains. Yeah. <laughs> no, that, that's the truth, man. You know exactly that. You could say because you were around it. You did experience it. You know what it was like back then. And, and exactly that. That was at a time where... It's not like we could have I smoke weed You know, Grodin's yeah. You know, um, or Advanced Nutrients truck Pull up to drop off a pallet or two Of Advanced Nutrients in front of our warehouse You have to pull we up Yeah, you have yeah. to go to the grow and secretly Put it inside and pull it in And take everything out inside Like, yeah, no, you know, that's how it was It's all good Because, you know, once we get this license And everything comes through And, you know, Kind Consulting comes through And, and we come through And everything works out And you know, we get the license and, you know, if, if everything goes as planned, hopefully by the end of 2022, we'll have roughly about 60, 65,000 square feet of cannab- recreational cannabis. Hey, you know, of all I, the flames or what? Oh, everything and then some, man. What are you most excited about? I'm just excited to actually be able to get back into the market. That's the truth. What do you have? You have any new new cultivars yes. coming out? Yes, we got some new strains coming out here in uh, 2022 and whatnot. Uh, it's 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 gonna be. Uh, <laughs> we're releasing our Gushin 98 this year. Uh, we just did testing of that. We the released a bunch. Gushin 98. Yeah, you know, we we went through the flavor with the old, the new with the old. Is we're that playing. like a, a Bubba, like a pre 98? Pre 98 Bubba across Whoa. the gushers. Female, we reversed Ooh. a pre 98 Bubba male and uh, did some pollen uh, pollinations. And uh, yeah, man, it's uh, you know, it, the first pictures that we've gotten back lately are absolutely incredible looking buds, very good yield. So, like, all of it's you know, it's it's a it was a solid cross, so that's one of the two or three that we're going to be coming out with this coming year. I love me some Bubba, dude. You know, that's what I'm saying, man. Everybody misses the bomb old school stuff that we were all. Smoking by the pound. I need some headband. We're gonna actually. I need some Bubba. I need some diesel. Oh, you have the original sour D still? Yeah, we still got that. The OSD. Yep, we got that sour. Ooh. Chat, drop some strains. What do you want back, dude? I need some. uh, uh, What about some original blueberry? See, blueberry stuff, we really don't work with. That's a DJ side. I know. And if you want anything blueberry, you go to his son right now, JD. JD with second gen, second generation genetics is fucking killing it. Um, I think that's that's his thing. Just uh, second gen, second genetics. I don't know, but um, yeah, JD is 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 absolutely, you know, yeah, second generation genetics. JD's killing it with with some of the crosses, you know, and working lines that his dad did. Because again, like I said, you know, DJ goes back. DJ is a legend, you know, like, you know, I mean, if it wasn't for some of the stuff that DJ did, I mean, hell, I wouldn't even have smoked, you know, back in the day. I remember getting that fat sack of blueberry and being like, holy crap, this shit literally smells like fucking blueberries. You know, I remember we were talking about that recently. We were just been talking about just classic strains. That 90s weed, man. Yeah, the flavor, the late 1900s, early thousands. When there was like passion and love into the grows, where they cared about what they were growing, because there was no bag appeal, there was no brand, there was no. Well, there was the bag appeal. There was no. no brand. There was there oh, was no mylar bag. bag. Yes. There was no like market. There was yeah. no branding. It was just what's like it what's was a ziploc bag. bag. What's inside the bag matter, not what's outside of the bag. Yep. People cared about right now. People care more what's on the bag, not what's in the bag. Yes, they want to nah. take their shit and be like, oh hell yeah, I got this new fucking. Shishka berry fucking cookie 
Lotto, motherfucking whatever, dude. Oh, Super dessert. And yet to think like some of the best weed that we ever smoked was that like stuff that four little nugs in three or four different Ziploc bags at the bottom of your fucking homie's fucking baseball bag or your your fucking workout bag. And all you smell is that fucking skunk weed just reeking up the room or the car. That's that good old school, man. That's that shit that you barely see nowadays unless you smoke. You smoke and then the room stinks. But what happened to that cracker bag? Boom. Yeah, the whole room smells, dude. I need that original stinky pinky swerve. You know, that cracker bag and boom, that's the goal. That's I have some of JD's on. pursuit of happiness to grow out. Nice. Yeah, Ooh. JD's good stuff, man. I give that guy credit. Like, he, Whatever happened to people. skunk? <laughs> Whatever happened to good old motherfucking Northern Lights number five? I mean, I'll throw I'll throw credit this guy's way, right? Uh, just because I'm... I'm, I'm I'm a philanthropic like that. Um, you know, you want to you want to see some old school like NL5, some old school NL5 haze, some old school traditional Mel Frank style stuff. You know, yeah, man, you, you go to Todd, Todd McCormick. He, he's the one that's got it. Oh no, he he I, he blocks me. I don't even know the guy, oh, and I'm blocked on all his shit. Look, he can't stand me. But, I don't even know. What but, the fuck? I don't even know who he is, and he blocks me. I'm like, who is this guy? I give I give Ty credit. Who is know? this guy? If I want some sour, I'm going to AJ. I mean, you know, if if, <laughs> if Joe's around still, he pops in every now and again. Uh, I see back east. But you know, I'm very curious to have a good chat oh with him. Oh my god, dude! You know, the homie that actually found the the, the dog bug clone in Colorado. He's a, he's a he's a cool chap, man. He was a good guy. He, he meant really well. He was, he was he was a big fan. He loved our my deadhead, you know. But you know, it's it's that's the crazy part about this whole industry and this whole thing is it's like certain strains are available, and exactly like you said, it's like good block, bad block. Ooh, do I like that guy? I don't know if I like that person or not. Ooh, I have personal beef with that guy. Oh, I no, just that want guy's good cool. weed. I want good OG. OG's like exotic now. You can't find it anywhere. So not weird. like really good OG. <laughs> Everyone right now has this like purple looking weed with like dessert strains like purple good purple weed to me was weed that had purple in the name but the weed was green or had like, like subtle purple or like a, it wasn't leaves. purple it was just like it had or like a little or it purple. smelled purple like you got that like when i think of purple weed i want that original purple yeah. smell dude yeah. like that you don't have that anymore man now it's just these fucking look at these pretty smell good strains that don't get you high which is kind of funny because if you think about it, purple is the only color in the fucking world that has a smell attributed to it. Purple. Purple is the only color because you can literally pop a bag. Oh, that just I mean, smells purple. Green smells too, like fresh cut grass. That smells green to me. I mean, yeah, green. but that's but but okay. So okay, you might have me on that purple. One, so I mean, I a lot of people have different colors associated but, but to purple. Is but like with one weed, of those things yeah. with weed. You you Floral, smell you're like, oh, it like, smells purple. How yeah. the fuck does this color have a smell to it? It's like it's like floral, grapey, like earthy, just loving, delicious, just mm, that's what purple smells like, yeah. dude. Hey, you know, that's the best part about it. That's the best part about marijuana is it's literally like people. It comes in every shade, every color, every kind, every everything. It's different. That's the best part about it is the amount of of variation differences man that's the coolest part about marijuana that's what throws me off about some of these people that grow weed and they're so hella you know 
particular on their on their views and stuff like that. And you're just like, yo, man, if you're down to grow purple plants and green plants and freaking yellow plants and have all these other, what the fuck is the problem with real life? Just enjoy life, live life, live like everybody should enjoy it, man. It's it's all the same. We all breathe the same air. All these plants, they all breathe the same air. We all do the same. We all eat and poop the same. They all eat and poop the same. We breathe in the same air. Like, you know, but that's, you know, that's, that's a different, that's a here nor there situation. But yeah, man, you know, bring OG back is the thing. Yeah, elephants growth, man. If you haven't seen his shit. I've seen it. Dude. It's like fucking a thousand dollars an ounce. I, well, that's because it's bomb ass OG. I'm never going to spend a thousand dollars on an ounce. Hey, I don't give a fuck. Did we just talk about that I don't give a fuck. shit? Yeah, but I, I personally, born a Jew, cannot spend a thousand dollars on an eight on an ounce. I don't give a fuck. See, I'm Italian, man. We got high ends, everything. Shit, our high end. I'm not. I, look, I will go straight to the source. I will go beyond. You want to sell to me a thousand? Cool. Let me go to whoever you get it from, because I am not spending a thousand dollars on an ounce. Bucks, I'll take it. Oh my god. I ain't doing that. Listen, we're with Swerve, Cali Connection, CaliConnection.com. Yeah, the CaliConnection.com. Hey, got another Zot. He's out here, got the storefront opening up the Cali Connection Inc. on IG. Follow it for the big seed giveaway, dude. Can't believe a fucking hour already went by. Is that serious, dude? Yeah, cooked by. What? Well, that's what happens when you reminisce history. I feel like we barely, I feel like I talked to you for like two more hours about a bunch of shit. We barely spoke, dude. We didn't even get into like crazy East Coast travels and shit like uh, we that. We didn't talk, well, we, we've been, we, oh, we didn't. We didn't talk about going to, uh, we did an East Coast tour right before yeah, COVID. Yeah. We hit Boston, we hit Philly, we hit New York, we hit in DC. DC. Blunt on fucking Capitol I, Hill. I smoked a, pl- a blunt in front of the White House yeah. or Capitol Hill, whatever. Yeah, I smoked a couple is. blunts, dude. We went. I did the Rocky Stairs We while smoking. We did a lot, dude. I, I traveled the world with this guy. Good times. We I learned a lot, and there's a lot more coming in the future with Swerve and Adam L. You know what video always gets brought up that we show a lot? Huh? That we've done together? No. I'll give you one guess, and I'll tell you. All right, there was a 29 mil titanium nail that we did in your in the old office. There's yeah. a table full of like empty seed packs, and we triple flame yep. the fucking nail, and then we drop Buddha's butter back to back to back to back. Oh, Buddha's butter. Do you remember that Buddha's butter? Oh, Buddha's butter. I we've played it on YouTube a lot, but um, I should make that a clip also. Good times. See, man, it's just another part of history. Good times, man. Buddha's butter. Good Remember the Seattle trip? We went fishing, and we went deep sea fishing, and I didn't want to beat up the fish I caught. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm delicate. Yeah, you're delicate. You caught it, though. You still caught the salmon. I caught two fish. Yeah, still caught some salmon. And you're like, hit it. I'm like, no, I'm not hitting that shit. Yeah, you're like, you got to knock it out. And I went, and I went like this. <laughs> and then it just flapped Dude, and around. And then it just started, got like angry at me. I was like, oh my God, put me away. I can't do that. I'm not a fishing. Yeah. I'm delicate. I'm too delicate for this, dude. That was a good trip. That was a trip that you left the seeds in the. Please, in please. Airbnb. It wasn't my fault. It was our, it was back. a team fault. It was a team fault. We it was a Portland, Oregon, and realized we left 20 grand worth of seed stock in an Airbnb. It was, listen, listen, listen. It was a group. We had them. Group effort. We put them in a place out of sight. And when we left, it was out of mind. And we none of, of us looked <laughs> at the inventory. Later. None of us was like, yo, where are these? 
when we left, we all packed our shit up and loaded. I don't know how the responsibility fell on me. <laughs> I but think it's because you put them in the closet. I think that's how it turned out to be like, you know. But, but it's not your responsibility. But it was, we all left and but no yeah. one noticed that nope. inventory not in the van. So we just drove back, dude. It wasn't anything. It was like four hours. It worked. That's like going to Vegas and then realizing we left all of the luggage in LA and we need to go back and get it. Yeah. And then we just spent another night, I think. Yep. Spent another night. <laughs> hung out in the Puget Sound and enjoyed a. Uh, yeah, dude. Washington. We went, went everywhere, dude. I think Seattle. We went to Darby's after that. Yeah. In, in Oregon, we went to Seattle. We did motherfucking Colorado. Did motherfucking Michigan. Michigan. Uh, New York. Amsterdam. Amsterdam. I'm Amsterdam. We went to the Gracht. Yeah, dude, it was crazy. Crazy times. Almost Canada. Almost Canada. That's where I got arrested. We spoke about that story. Look, we can keep talking, but I know oh, Andrew's yeah, out yeah. here already checking up on time. He's about to come back right now. Listen, dude. Shout out to everybody listening to the podcast, wherever you're listening at, right here at Hayes. Big shout out to Swerve. Master Breeder out here, award-winning, making shit happen. Got a storefront coming out. Stay tuned. Follow the Cali Connection, Inc. on social media for the giveaways. Giving away a shitload of seeds. And always, Kentron in the building. Tickling them ebonies and ivories. It's always good having them here, dude. It's always good having them here. I know we didn't. It's, the hour went by fast. I was like, fuck, I haven't done this in a bunch of months. What am I going to do, dude? Let's see if we got it, but... We out here, dude. Hey, Twitch, we ain't signing off of you yet, but we're going to sign off of the podcast. So shout out to everyone listening, wherever you're at, your home, your fucking car, your grow room, the dispensary, just in your, wherever you're at listening to a podcast. I appreciate you. You could be doing anything in the world list with your time and you're here with us. You're amazing. I got. Uh, don't forget highest host on Twitch. Don't forget AdamIll.com for everything. Uh, we got a couple shows coming up. That I'm filming IRL Gonna be coming to some TVs near you Just all information Just check out uh, Usually I would say just Twitch Twitch Highest host on Twitch dude That's where I'm at twice a day I got my weed and workouts now I got a 100 day challenge 100 minutes 100 days We out here every day Getting fit ripped If y'all are down to join me We can make that shit happen dude Every morning on Twitch Except Sundays And maybe we'll take a day off During the week Cause I'm getting tired. I'm getting fucking ripped and ripped, dude. We smoke weed and work out. But check us out. Shout out to everyone at Hayes Radio. Appreciate y'all. We'll see you guys soon. Let's go, Ken.
You're listening to Hayes Radio Network, Cannabis Lifestyle Radio. 